0: Welcome to Rapture, a Bioshock Lorecast, where people of the Bioshock fandom can come together to experience life beyond the sea. So buckle into your bathysphere, ready your plasmids,
1: and let's dive in as we explore the history and lore of the Bioshock series. Welcome Rapture, Rapture Citizens. This week we're going to uh, have a special guest with us. Uh, he's been with us once before. Uh, right. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Hello everyone. Welcome back again to Rapture. My name is Hunter, a friend of the podcast. You heard me last time. when We just did a little fun Bioshock roundtable discussion. Just talking about the games in general. And just some of the things we liked or didn't like about it. And I'm also currently... We are recording episodes for an upcoming kind of mini-campaign, Escape from Rapture, and basically a Bioshock TTRPG story that I'm getting to run for them. So we're having fun with that. And the irony of the, who we're talking about today is they actually got oh to God. face this person in the last session that we did. The great Dr. J.S. Steinman, MD.
1: Yep. And also Medical Pavilion. So, let's go ahead and just get right into it. Dr. J.S. Steyman, M.D., is the overseer of the medical pavilion. An accomplished surgeon, Steinman rose to a degree prominence through rapture, but atom abuse caused him to lose his grip on reality. Uh, his career on the surface, uh, Steyman was born to a, into a ju- sorry Jewish-American family and was a respected medical professional at the Benjamin Church Medical College. Simon had a successful career as an orthopedic surgeon, but earned his highest, you know, I'm going to do it again, accolades, 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 there we go, in the field of plastic surgery, inventing techniques that revolutionized the field. He was sorely missed by his friends and colleagues after disappearing to go to Rapture. His close friend, uh, Dr. Richard... Clarkwell even hired a a private detective in an attempt to track him down. Life within Rapture, uh, even, (laughs) sorry, uh, even an attempt to track him down while he had his life in Rapture. Because of his great renown in the, because of his great renown, renown, every time, renown in the field of cosmic surgery, Steinman was one of those that, uh, those invited. By Andrew Ryan into Rapture, there he could set up the medical practice in the medical pavilion level of the Rapture, and it offered beauty to those who could afford it. When Adam became available, Simon saw it as an opportunity to revolutionize his field, making it possible for surgeons to truly sculpt the flesh with ease. However, the negative side effects of repeated Adam use soon caught up with Simon, and his mind deteriorated.
2: Adam presents new problems for the professional. As your tools improve, so do your standards. There was a time I was happy enough to take off a wart or two, or turn a real circus freak into something you can show in the daylight, but that was then, when we took what we got, but with Adam, the flesh becomes clay. What excuse do we have not to sculpt and sculpt and sculpt until the job is done?
1: As a perfectionist, Simon fell in love with his work, so much so that he became obsessed with human anatomy. Wanting to, be, uh, wanting to become a Picasso of surgery, Simon began to mutinate... Mut- muti- mm. You want to help me here? I'm, I know I'm butchering the word.
0: Hold on, um... <laughs> I've completely lost my place. I got distracted by something else I was looking at. Apologies, uh... uh. You see, his mind deteriorated. A, perfect- a perfectionist. This time I fell in love with his work so much that he became obsessed with human anatomy. One- when Picasso uh when became a Picasso surgery, Steinman began to mutilate his unfortunate patients' bodies in horrific ways, usually resulting in death.
2: When Picasso became bored of painting people, he started representing them as
0: cubes
2: and other abstract forms. The world called him a genius. I've spent my entire surgical career creating the same tired shape. In the ample bosom, wouldn't it be wonderful if I could do with a knife what like that old Spaniard did with a
0: brush? Many splicers referred to him throughout the BioShock series, usually saying that Styman will fix their deformities. Even in his current state of mind, Dr. Styman, growing so utterly obsessed with making his patients beautiful, began to hallucinate Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of beauty, and looked upon her down and looked upon her down the road of insanity.
2: Aphrodite is walking the halls, shimmering like a scalpel Steinman, she calls Steinman I have what you're looking for just open your eyes and when I see her she cuts me into a thousand beautiful
0: pieces I think that was where we left off <laughs> yes oh,
1: sorry, you all no, you're fine because I was having trouble so I was uh, muti- I'm doing it again yeah, mutant. No Ah! I don't know why my I know how to say it. Words ain't going well for me. But
0: yeah. <laughs> the following is based on the Bioshock Rapture novel that we found very interesting, but has not been confirmed by canned sources. Now, I for one did not even know that really such know. a book existed, so that's something that I need to put on my reading list if I ever get around to getting my head out of these TTRPG books I've been reading as well.
1: It but um. That's they're very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting. Um, my uh, my co-host bought it for me as a gift. So, we were... Uh, I have it. I've read... Sorry, give me one second. I am... I had to plug in my headphones. It was starting to die at me. Screaming in my ear. Um, he bought me the book and I uh, have it downloaded on my uh, Google Playbooks. And about halfway through it, it's very interesting. I wish a lot of it was canon, was told that it was canon and everything, because a lot of it makes sense compared to the games and all that.
0: Yeah. So, for years, even during his life in New York, Steinman had experienced That's hallucinations cool. of Aphrodite speaking to him.
2: Today I had lunch with the goddess. Steinman, she said. I'm here to free you from the tyranny of the commonplace. I'm here to show you a new kind of beauty. I asked her, what do you mean, goddess? Symmetry,
0: dear Steinman. It's time we did something about symmetry. This may have been partially caused by his use of cocaine. And did we say it was ether or ether?
1: I know as ether
0: okay they'll call ether then Uh, freed from the restrictions of society on the surface steinman felt that he could finally follow the divine inspiration of his goddess on at least one occasion steinman purchased the bodies of rogue splicers from raptures const Uh, (laughs) i think is how we pronounce it so that he could practice his art on living patients he saw it as an added bonus of his patient No, if his patient had been paralyzed in the fight with the police since he wouldn't need to administer anesthesia to to keep the subject still during his carving hey hunter
1: give me two seconds because i have this plugged in but it's still screaming at me battery low i'm sorry no you're fine i'm trying to figure out this this is what happens when i'm doing something without the partner give me two seconds battery. There we go. <laughs> I didn't want it to die while you were in the middle of talking if you would have said something to me and I not realize what's going on. There we go. Alright,
0: so... <clears throat> in 1956, Frank Fontaine approached Steinman with an unusual request. Fontaine asked Steinman to perform surgery on himself and Reggie, making the underlining... The un- making the underling look like Fontaine and Fontaine look like a completely different person. this was part of Fontaine's plan for his Atlas persona and he made sure that diamond never revealed his operation to anyone
1: which is in my opinion pretty uh, interesting because that's how they turned around I mean and like we said is hasn't been can- hasn't been confirmed canon but it makes sense how they were able to in the game um, well in the history of all this. Uh, confirm Fontaine's death and then Atlas arrives like there was his body but then he's Atlas like it makes sense the fact that he turned they turn around and took one of his underlings and transformed him into looking as Fontaine that the body's at the phone. <laughs> oh my the god phone. <sighs> okay final uh, decline After the 1958 New Year's Eve riots, Dr. Simon worked to reconstruct the face of Diane McClicktock, who had been injured during the bombing of the Kashmir restaurant. Andrew Ryan suspected that Simon had been working on her in more ways than one, and that the two of them had been romantically involved until Simon lost interest in her. In 1959, Simon continued further along his descent into into insanity. He murdered his nurse, Uh, Miss Chavez, when she threatened to turn him into the Rapture Constabulary. I probably butchered that word, but at this moment, don't care. After. (laughs) We're both equal now at this point. After he ran out of willing patients, he began working on splicers that Sandra Conan had captured in Fort Frolic. Um, That's the end of the information from the Bioshock Rapture book. Um, Like I said, it's an interesting. It's an interesting novel. I definitely uh, recommend it for anybody out there who, you know, just for willy nilly wouldn't mind, you know, having something else <laughs> rapture related to to really look at that makes sense. Read into stuff. It makes sense.
0: Why are you popping up? Yeah, and I really like how it ties in Sander Cohen, especially into uh, Dr. Steinman's kind of little history, because when you look at the two kind of side by side, they're almost kind of the same person. They just went about their art forms in different ways. Uh, Steinman was basically just butchering people for his perfect symmetrical person, and then Cohen was looking for his masterpiece artwork.
1: Yeah. Uh... You want go ahead and read some? We're now into the actual Bioshock.
0: Yep. So, going into more of like the actual game details, uh, during his trip through the medical pavilion, Jack is required to find Styman's key so he can disable security lockdown in emergency a- in emergency access. As a result, Stymon is the first boss that the player encounters. In the medical pavilion, the player can see many of Styman's work of quote-unquote art painted on the floors and walls, as well as mutilated corpses left from Steinman's operations. In many cases, the mad doctor took photographs of female faces and modified them in eerie ways before posting them on the walls like framed artworks. His audio diaries are the first real exposure the player has to the total effects, both mental and physical, of repeated splicing. As Jack travels through the tunnels of Dr. Steinman's aesthetic ideals, Steinman can be seen on the television monitor addressing the moral obligation of beauty. When Jack enters the lobby of his domain, Stamon can be overheard wondering why humans have two of the most why <coughs> excuse me. Stymen can be overheard wondering why two why humans have two of most body parts. The minute Stymon sees Jack approach, he rushes into the corridor, leading to his surgery, chucking a grenade behind him. The explosion causes rubble to block the entrance. After the player removes the debris, Styman sets up a turret and sends a security bot to attack Jack before retreating to his operating theater to continue his quote-unquote art. There, the player will be forced to fight him to the death. <laughs>
1: uh, fighting Dr. Stymon. Dr. Styman is a rel- rel- relatively... there we go easy fight, as he, is simply attempts to sh- as he will simply attempt to shoot the player with a machine gun. Yeah, easy until you get hit by the machine gun because you're not paying attention. Uh, there are several different ways to go about winning the fight. The most straightforward and probably hardest is to shoot back. It takes a while to whistle down his health. One problem with the strategy is once he is low on health, he will run over to at the nearby health station in a flooded alcove. Hacking the health station beforehand will set, up, uh, set it to poison him when he goes to use it and helps finish the battle more quickly. Another possible easier strategy includes using the flooded alcove to shock him with Electrobolt, and using telekinesis to pick up and throw nearby gas canisters at his head, as well as, loose door, as the loose door in the right corner of the area that will inflict heavy damage on him. As well as provide protection from his shot, an oil slick near the operating table can also make the fight remar- 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 remarkably Jesus, short. If a cinnaray is used to ignite either Simon or the slick uh, spot while he is sitting in it, there is also—sorry, uh, <laughs> there is also a nearby security bolt and turret uh, bot and turret in the hallway outside, both of which can be hacked before the battle begins. The turret isn't very useful since it re- relies on line of sight to Dr. Styman, but the bot provides some extra heavy damage, and hacking the turret will ensure that there's one less thing that's shooting at the player if the fight moves into the hallway. In fact, Styman may attack the bot uh, to the exclusion of anything else, making him an easier target so long as it's still fighting him but this does not always occur uh in the challenge rooms dr simon's a po- uh, poster appears on a splicer, a spider splicer stage which is based on the medical pavilion in the world of hunt challenge and the downloadable con- content in the challenge rooms which i have never played any of the challenge rooms so i have no clue like did you ever play any of them
0: uh, I think when I originally played through Bioshock, and again, I said, as I said before, this was back when GameStop had, like, their own, like, online app that you can buy through, and then you, they would have their own system to play everything through on your computer, and I think it was still, like, the original, I don't think it was the remastered at the time, so I, I didn't even know that Bioshock had really, like, the first one, at least, I know didn't have DLCs. I know when you get into Bioshock 2, they have DLCs for all the extra stories. And then you get into Infinite, and they have all the extra stuff you can get, like, if you, like, bought the game, like, ahead of time, or if you just accessed it and they slowly released it kind of deal. But I did not know the, that there were challenge rooms for, like, the first game.
1: Oh, let's see yeah uh like i've never played the first or the second the dlcs for either of them uh infinite was my is au- it's still my go-to like i don't know why uh the first one will always have a special place in my heart but i absolutely love infinite and i've played the dlc uh for that i probably should for the first and second just so i you know have experienced it i know what it's like and all that Well that means playing with other players too, and I'm not that type of person. I really don't like playing with other people.
0: Okay, so we behind the scenes, that's the one we're doing next. Yes, sir. Okay. So behind the scenes, Doctor Styman is seen on the Stymans Simple Surgery in a Complex World Poster, and the T V advertisement is a royalty free Doctor Clip
1: Say that ten times fast.
0: Yeah, Uh, Dr. Steinman's character was at least partially inspired by the life of Sir Harold uh, Gillies, a man considered to be the father of plastic surgery, who performed facial reconstructions on veterans during both world wars. Gillies pioneered the walking stalk skin graft technique of plastic surgery, a technique that Steinman was said to have used in the article that mentions his disappearance. Interestingly... Two of Gillies' patients were also used as the basis for the faces of the Toasty and Waiters' Splicer models. The painting of Steinman with his failures in Bioshock 2 is a play on depictions of the crucifixion in Christian artwork. And then, in the painting, Steinman's back is facing the player upon it. Let me start that one over. (laughs) In the painting, Steinman's back is facing the player, and upon it, one can see a rapturian R within a circle whether or not this is intended just as a watermark or the mark is actually supposed to be on Steinman it is not evident when fighting him in Bioshock
1: oh sorry like I, <laughs> I lost track of myself uh we're at the golden girl right
0: yeah, but I think you said that was just a mistype, so that's why I was gonna let you yeah. do that one part <laughs> over because I wasn't sure
1: where to go from there. I didn't want to get messed up. No, you're fine, I was I got a text from my work at the same time that we're you were started uh talking that last one and I was hurt and trying to read it real quick. Unfortunately the life of being an adult. Okay, Simon and Conan's corpse uh are only identified are the only identified corpses in the game. Characters such as Peach Wilkins, Yi Chong, Jolie Langford, and Jasmine Jolene are either named a particular splicer, in the case of Wilkins, or Jess Corpse. Simon uses a re-textured Dr. Grossman splicer model. Uh, the Doctor Simon's cosmetic enhancement advertisement uses a recolored crate label for the Golden Girl Apples. Uh Metal P- eh, but what the crap was that <laughs> Medical Pavilion is the second level of Bioshock after Welcome to Rapture. Jack will be confronted uh yeah, confronted here by the mad surgeon, Dr. Simon, in an attempt to gain access to Neptune's body. It is also here that Jack will cry Adam and fight a big daddy for the first time. Yeah, that was fun. Like I said before, I, I- I love fighting the big daddies. I always try to do. I always try to kill uh, kill them differently. Try to mix it up. Not always try doing the same thing. But once you got a way to kill them down, you kind of just stick with it.
0: It's almost strange because it's like you don't want to kill the big, big daddies, but at the same time, it's like you need the you need to like either save or harvest the girls for the atom, depending on where you want to go in the game. Because half the time it's like if you don't mess with the big daddies, the big daddies don't mess with you. So, it's a weird thing where it's like, oh, I have to provoke this guy to basically attack me.
1: Yeah, it's sad because all they're doing is trying to protect the little sisters. It, it really did make me sad, the fact that we had to go about killing them to get to the little sisters. Like, I wish there was a way just to knock them out. <laughs> like, that would have been so much easier. Like, I'm just not that type. I'm that type of person that if I don't have to kill somebody, I don't want to. But, I mean, it's just like when you're playing a game and, unfortunately, like, a dog attacks you. And, like, I don't want to kill the dog, but you have to or it's going to keep attacking you. Uh, Okay. Dandy Dental offers... (laughs) Wait, holy crap. Dandy Dental offered enhancements to their customers. When founded, the Medical Pavilion was a hub for a medical business and acquired... And inquiries... Sorry. In Rapture, and was responsible for treating various illnesses and health-related problems. As Adam became widely available among the citizens of Rapture, its self-healing abilities changed the way the use of the uh, pavilion's healing factors uh, facilities. Sorry. Later, due to the instil- ins- mm, instability of Adam and excess amount uh, excess use among the Rapture citizens, unforeseen physical deformities began to occur. In response, many hospital facilities quickly became related to cosmic surgery facilities such as Dandy Dental and Dr. Steinman's aesthetic... Wait, yeah, is that right? Aesthetic ideals. Yeah, the, aesthetic. <laughs> the medical pavilion is largely intact with the exception of the dental facilities. I want—I wa- wanted to go into the dental facilities. I, I wish that would have been an area that you could have went into.
0: Uh, I mean, on the map, it shows that it's, like, they're in the area. I mean, I think they were just, weren't they just, like, little rooms, though, I think, in the yeah. game? That you had to kind of, like, almost, like, puzzle your way into? Because I think I remember, for one, I don't remember which one, but it's, like, I think one of them had a key that you had to, like, use telekinesis to, like, get off of the dead body to then enter the door, I believe.
1: Yeah. Um, it's just, I wish there was, like, more to the area. Like, it was, you know... And more together like the rest of the area. Like, you get what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> Let's see. Where did I leave off? Okay, there we go. Uh, one of the highest-ranking doctors was Dr. Simon, which we knew about, a cosmetic, uh, the cos- cosmetic surgeon who, uh, who was known to be perf- a perfectionist in his work. Uh, Simon was the head surgeon in the Department of Aesthetic Ideals, and believed strongly in the remarkable effects of Adam. However, as Simon continued continued his personal use of Adam, he began to suffer a chronic brain and physical damage. Uh, the more obsessed and deranged he became, the more he strived for protect for perfecting. Good Lord, his skills by deforming his patients as well. Out of all the I lost my spot out of all the reported cases of the surgical abuse. The most famous was of Diane McClicktock whose face was distorted beyond the damage done by Atlas' attack. Uh, Dr. Simon grew, a san- uh, grew insanity shows as Dr. Simon's insanity show like well, holy crap. Dr. Simon growing insanity shows that splicing and potentially could potentially do to anyone and the danger of atom and plasmids came to be.
2: For silk and done.
1: The nose looks terrific,
2: Dr. Steinman. Doctor? You know, looking at it now, I didn't realize how much her face sags. Scalpel? Excuse me? Scalpel! Uh, Doctor, she's not booked for a facelift. Let's just come in here and...
1: Doctor, stop cutting. Doctor, stop cutting! Get me the chief of surgery! Get me the chief of surgery now! Good Lord, I was getting tongue-tied majorly there. Okay.
0: So we, so we keep benching Diane Clint-, Clint talk.
1: <laughs> Clight talk.
0: Talk and remind me again, like what her, role, her basically what she was, why she's of great importance in this game again.
1: She was uh. Uh, Andrew Ryan's girlfriend.
0: Okay. That, that's why I wanted to make sure about before. So, there is actually... There's another podcast out there. Now, it's only two episodes. But it's, a, it's called Bioshock the Midnight Series. And it has two episodes. The first one is called 12 Days to Midnight. And you're looking through the eyes of two different people. One of them is a private eye who's trying to find, like, a little sister... That he knew from like a past life or something like that. And then the second one is of like one of the higher society rich women. She's married and she and but she and her friend get involved with Atlas's group. And it, go, it goes all up into like the day of like the New Year's Eve explosion. And I believe at one point Diane McClintlock, McClintlock is mentioned as kind of like a little side character in that episode. Then after midnight, the second episode is going into like. How they're, how they're, like, trying to deal with Rapture now after everything's happened. So it's just a fun little good quick listen to if you're interested in, like, stuff all Bioshock like that.
1: Oh, definitely. I, uh, went before we started the podcast and everything, I had come across that and, uh, I listened to them and everything. That's kind of what got us into doing this podcast. The fact that there was no more episodes, but I wanted, I wanted more, if that makes any sense. But I wanted to dive deep into all of you know Bioshock and that's when my uh, co-host is like well like, you've got time how- and you know this game in, like the back of your hand practically because you play it so much why don't you do it he goes you love uh, finding information out he goes you're always looking up stuff he goes why don't you do it so that's kind of what it's been like for me kind of how we started this I mean like I said it's <laughs> it's it's been fun okay so we are at the medical pavilion foyer you want to go ahead
0: yeah sorry i, I actually tried up my phone put my pocket i was like oh no i need that got <laughs> <laughs> got all the notes on it so okay now we're going into the actual kind of areas of the medical pavilion mm-hmm. starting with the medical pavilion foyer the foyer was the entrance and reception for the medical pavilion where patients checked in and out the access to the pavilion itself is controlled from a security booth on the other side of the upper level the door to the emergency access is jammed by a security bot which can be dislodged by hacking it. The emergency access behind the foyer was used by the pavilion's security detail. A bot inventory is located right near the entrance which one of the bots jammed after smashing through the display. On the other side of the locked emergency uh, bath is a docking station. As soon as Jack activates the control console upstairs, the access will go into lockdown. Preventing him from leaving with the submersible. The lockdown can only be lifted by using the access key possessed by Steinman, the head surgeon, who runs the place and the many crazed splicers haunting it. The corridor upstairs leads to the control booth containing the switch to open the pavilion's entrance, which also liberates the horde of hostile splicers in the process. From the entrance, a corridor leads further into the pavilion, with many advertisements for Simons' surgery operations and other health services in rapture. A ghostly vision appears to Jack as he reaches the other side, showing one of Simons' disfigured patients after the surgeon became obsessed with asymmetry. The main area is a display of Simons' insanity, which messages with with messages painted in blood next to patient studies. At the entrance is a booth for the Enwell Life and Health Group insurances, guarded by a gun turret, and a small waiting lobby. The left side leads to the funeral services area. With the Twilight Fields Funeral Homes and the Eternal Flame Crematorium on the right side, <coughs> I'm sorry, on the right side, is a supply closet guarded by a turret and another waiting lobby with two functional vending machines. Further up is the lounge locked from the inside. The stairs at the end of the halls lead down to a second supply closet, whose switch is short-circuited and the dental services access frozen and blocked by a busted pipe nearby. I'm sorry. Is, is, is that getting picked up at all? Uh, what? The sound of my kids, the two kids being wild? Is that getting picked up at it,
1: all? Very, very, very light. Like, by the time I go and add the, you know, under music and everything, I don't think you'll, they'll be able to hear it.
0: Alright, hold on. Give me one second. I'll be right back.
1: And if you do, listeners, we're all adults well we're adults we have kids we apologize <laughs> sometimes it just gets a little hectic trying to set a schedule to record and keep the kids quiet <laughs> uh let's see where did do, 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 do. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to pick up where he left off (laughs) at. Further on the main floor is a glass tunnel leading into the surgeon pavilion. Uh, The internal flame crematorium is locked from the inside. A natural splicer who is fed up by the spliced women banging on it to be let in blasts the door open. Inside, the security camera overlooks uh, a cemetery, uh, sorry, a crematorium. Crem- uh, crematory uh, oven which can be activated to retrieve a gin tonic. Upstairs is, are the corpse lockers and an office with a bottle of incinerate. Plasmids found near the broken garden... Uh, pla- incinerate plasmid found near the broken gatherer's garden. As soon as Jack enters the office, Ryan sets a bounty of a thousand atom on his head. Bringing a group of hostile spicers, They circle the room not noticing a puddle of oil on the floor. The door of the Twilight Fields is blocked by an ice from the busted pipe. The office has a reception desk, uh, supply closet, and a morgue in the back. A few splicers lie in ambush to surprise and strike at Jack in several rooms. The danger is worth it at the funeral home contains several valuable loots, including a gene tonic. Uh, the dental service uh, services area hosts a... At, Oh wow! The dental services area hosts many of the dentist's offices, which once operated in the medical pavilion and are now shelters for the splicers. In the middle of the floor is a mutinated, mutin, mutin, mutinated, I, I give up. Corpse next to the shotgun and several O bucks, double O bucks, uh, set as a trap by many thuggish slicers who will set them off. Sorry. I have lost. Uh, let's retry that one. In the middle of the floor is a mutinated corpse, next uh, next to a shotgun and several double O bucks, set as a trap by many thuggish spicers, who will shut off the light and strike Jack in, from the darkness. The particularly flooded Cure All office is guarded by an RPG turret and displays the gruesome results of an enraged plasma test trial led by Doctor Cho Chong from the Fontaine Futuristics. Danty Dental was the dentist's office with co- uh covertly, co- covertly used to test out telekinesis which later offered free samples to customers by Ryan Industries. Painless dental is locked from the inside and protected with a turret. The splice physician who lives there tries to lure Jack in. A vent in the operating room leads to a lock supply office nearby chopper's dental is also locked with a key left inside through a broken window two security cameras which watch over the flooded office most of the dentist's office hold a safe containing loop are you back yeah i'm back (laughs) okay (laughs) no you're fine i just went ahead and just picked up where we left off you want to go again
0: Yeah, I'll continue next. Uh, The surgery foyer is the fierce battleground of two nitro splicers throwing grenades at each other. With the access to the offices blown up and blocked by Steinman, catching one of those grenades with telekinesis is the only way to clear the debris. Once inside, Steinman sets a gun turret and a bot at Jack to dissuade him from interrupting his work. To the right of the hall is surgical savings, guarded by a single camera and containing several loops. Further along is the entrance to Steinman's lair. Aesthetic ideals. Sorry, further along is the entrance to the seventh layer, aesthetic ideals. As soon as Jack enters the viewing room of the opera theater, he witnesses Stemon killing one of his patients in a fit of rage. The mad surgeon then notices Jack and fires at him with a machine gun. Cause he is ugly. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so. buff- Before the operation, patients and their associates could weigh and relax in the lounge containing various Atom products. The tunnel to the surgery is damaged after Jack retrieved the uh, emergency access key, which forces him to make a detour through the lounge nearby. There, a bouncer is thrown through a window by explosion, and his defenseless little sister is hunted down by a splicer. Tenenbaum intervenes and shoots at the splicer and then threatens Jack. She can only convince Jack to spare the girl with the promise of a reward, while Atlas urges him to get as much at him as possible. Regardless of his choice, she gives Jack her little sister, Antidote Plasma, to cure the girl. Inside the lobby is a functional gatherer's garden in a large display, selling a small choice of genetic modifications. Later on, when reaching the main lobby, another bouncer and his gatherer are c- encountered, offering Jack his first fight with a gruesome protectors. Yeah, that was fun. Well, did, okay, out of curiosity, did you say the Little Sisters, or did you, uh, not?
0: I would usually, uh, I would try to save the Little Sisters, um, I, but I think there was, like, a couple times where I would end up, like, I hit the wrong button on accident, and it'd be like, oh, no, I actually harvested her for more. And so we kind of mess up. I, like, I don't think I've ever gotten the completely good ending from saving all the little sisters. I've gotten basically like kind of like the mid one, which is just kind of like where it's the bad ending, but in the more calm convoys. Yeah. It's like, because you. I think it's like, I don't remember the exact number, but it's like you can only like harvest. I think like you can only like harvest two at the most before it gets to like that, that middle ending instead of the good ending i believe i could be wrong i'm not entirely 100 on that
1: i've always ever i've always saved them so i don't really remember uh, like i don't know at all like i probably should go through and just try see what it's like just to harvest them but i don't know i always save them <laughs> i i would start out like when i go start a new game i am go okay this time i'm going to do this differently and then turn around and fall back into my usual things i usually do Okay.
0: Yeah, I know, I know there's the, like the achievement for if you just like use the wrench the entire game but I mean I love the shotgun like too much to want to like try to hit anything with a wrench or anything. <laughs> I've always like shotgun, grenade launcher, machine gun, I can go all out with the uh, especially if I got the electro jolts and insect swarm and there's one more I like. I think I have the ice one too because once you hit someone with that you can just one blast and just shatter an opponent.
1: Yeah, that's always fun to sit there and blast, uh, like, freeze them and shatter them. Ugh. Okay, we're going up to bugs and glitches. The player can exploit a look trigger to whittle, with, whittle, ah, yeah, little down Simon's health for the first time he has seen. When the player gets to a spot where Simon would normally run away and lob a grenade behind him, instead of moving forward and looking at him, look away and go around until Jack is positioned under the entryway that would have collapsed. The game will trigger a grenade to fall and Simon will run forward. However, because Jack beat him there, he will be running into debris nonstop. stop At this point, the player can attack Simon until his health reaches zero, and he won't respond. However, Simon can't die at this point, and any hits that would make his uh, health below zero will have no effect. If the player leaves the area and returns later, Simon will have disappeared, and the player won't see him again until the encounter in the surgery room. Since his health is whittled down to the point of death previously, one hit should be enough to kill him in the next encounter.
0: I can start on uh, one of the next ones really quick here in three, two, and... (laughs) The button to open Chopper's Dental is set to spawn a splicer when pressed after obtaining the door key. As an oversight, the developers did not set it to a first time only event. As such, every time the button is pressed after obtaining the key, it will spawn another splicer. It is suggested to not press the button more than a few times before killing the spawned splicers, as the game will begin to lag and freeze if too many AI are active at once. An image of the resulting corpse piles produced during this exploit can be seen here. In the tunnel leading away from the surgery foyer, after the Venus Diamond, the broken section will... will... Oh, okay, I, I was reading... I, I was reading project collision, and it's... The broken section will project collision for objects dropped into it with telekinesis. An example of which can be taking Steinman's corpse and dropping it into the broken section, allowing him to fall under the map. And then the... <laughs> The player has the full ability to kill Bridget Tenenbaum during their first encounter. To kill her, the player must make sure not to kill the Nitro Spicer just before fighting J.S. Diamond. Once the player is done with him, head out and get the Nitro Spicer's attention. Grab a grenade he throws, and walk out holding it. When the player starts entering the theater room, hold up, hold against the left wall. When the player is near the door, look directly into it and move quickly forward. If done co- correctly, the grenade will hit the Dr. Grossman Spicer, killing him before Tenenbaum can tendon bomb can and break the event. Once the cutscene finishes, the player can shoot and kill her, then pull her body down with tell Genesis to examine it.
1: So, when it comes to, uh, the bug, bugs and glitches, I'm not entirely sure if this is, I couldn't find if it has anything to do with the original game or with the, uh, remastered. So, that's a, you know, that's something I'd have to try. Because I have both the original and the remastered. Especially when it have, comes- Yeah, go ahead.
0: I would have to believe this would have been stuff that was found during the original version and then like, when they did the remaster of it, they probably fixed it more than likely. But I would be interested to see if you were somehow able to still pull these off in the remastered version of the game. I prefer not trying to break my games because <laughs> I like to try to complete them. So it's not something I've ever tried. I've never tried to be like, oh, can I break this event and try to kill this person? or does this happen if I accidentally try this? That's never been my intention. I wanna play a game, enjoy it, and have a great, enjoy the great story.
1: Yeah, but sometimes it's fun to break the game. It's, you know, to see how much that you're able to, you know, get away with before your game's like, yeah, no, we're shutting you down, goodbye.
0: It makes me think of the entire uh, Five Nights at Freddy's uh, fiasco at first when the uh, uh, security breach first came out. It was still, like, so buggy, people said, and I remember watching, like, the popular Let's Play people would play the game, and half the halftime it was, like, people, like, the, uh, the air drops would get stuck, they'd fall for the floor, and then i know there was a popular bug that went around, there were words like because there's at one point where after you complete so much of the story, you could still keep going, but it refuses you, it takes away your opportunity to save the game anymore, for some reason. I don't know why they did that, but one well, of apparently there was a bug where it's like, oh, if you do this, this, the game will allow you to start saving again, even if you go past the point where it's supposed to have stopped you from saving. So it's interesting at what some people do, sometimes.
1: Yeah, it also kind of reminds me of, like, any Battlefield kind of game. Like, I don't know how many times that uh twisted vice uh you know would get the new battlefield game and then turn around and be bugging out bigger than anything falling through the map and all that stuff but that was like <laughs> i think the last time he got one is when like 5 years ago maybe a little longer so but that's it for js stymon uh want to give it by like want to go back uh over uh, what you do, how everything is, and what they can expect from you here soon?
0: Um, so, I'm also a TTRPG podcaster. Uh, I'm not going to share my current show I'm doing because I'm actually going to be retiring that here at some point. I'm about to bring that series to an end. But then, I what's like once again, I'm running the Escape from Rapture uh, game mini-arc for... The lovely co-hosts here, and once I will get those, once those start getting edited up, you'll start seeing those on here as well, as we watch them play as also a married couple, just trying to get out of Rapture and get the heck out of Dodge, basically, from this crazy city that's fallen into chaos, and then I'm going to be uh, coming back at some and with a different, different rebranded podcast, new name, more games, more fun. Uh, definitely, will you'll hear me back on here, especially when we start going more into Bioshock Infinite, as I, that is also one of my favorite games, and I've basically just as much, uh, known just as much about most of that lore in that game, for the most part, than I'd compared to the other two, so, really looking forward to, like, we get to talk about Booker, Comstock, Elizabeth herself, so, yeah, just looking forward to doing that
1: alrighty well thank you again Hunter for (laughs) doing this a second time since the first time we did this I decided not to record the voice (laughs) but thank you again for coming on and doing this episode with me
0: of course and I will see everyone else here next time in the city of rapture alright
1: guys have a great day bye